0: First Corinthians chapter sixteen verses five through eleven. I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend to pass through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter, so that you may help me on the journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a wide door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. When Timothy comes, see that you put him at ease among you, for he is doing the work of the Lord as I am. Let no one despise him. Help him on his way in peace, that he may return to me, for I am expecting him with the brothers." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, this is, Jordan, is this your life verse?
1: Oh yeah. 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 I'm glad, I'm really glad that we're spending time in this. Here we are.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, jokes aside, once again, all scripture is profitable. Amen. And I actually do think, as we said yesterday, there's, it's easy to brush over this and not see, um, what the Lord has for us to learn. Yeah. So let's dig in. We have Macedonia. Mm -hmm. Paul is scheming up his plans. And, uh, you know, you see a pastoral heart. He wants to spend time with his people and not just pass through. And, I definitely want to hit on uh, this note he makes about Timothy. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that that is really significant. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on the passage?
1: Yeah. It, it's um, I love the humanness of it. Yep. You know, it's just, it's a good reminder. Like these are real people in real places. Mm-hmm. and and that even with Paul, there's, there's this like tension. I talk a lot about in scripture, there are actually good tensions in scripture that we don't like. Yeah. Because we like black and white, mm-hmm. but it's actually i mean i I use the illustration like a a tension suspension bridge right like it's actually the tension that creates the stability in the middle Mm, right and if you remove attention it you know you don't have a stable bridge yeah that's good so what you see here like the tension is paul understands that the lord is moving him you know like the lord is directing he's received a call from the lord and it's to spread the gospel Mm -hmm. to the gentiles but like he's still trying to figure out yeah day to day what that means yeah. you know and and so he he leaves room for like okay yeah i i plan to do this but like it could change and you know i i'm not exactly sure but like this is what i think i'm gonna do you yeah yeah <laughs> so i think it's just helpful like i talked to so many people this whole category of like how do i make decisions how do i stay on the will of god yeah, absolutely and and it's just like you live in the tension like god has a plan but he doesn't have to reveal it to you in order yeah. to make wise decisions. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ironically, to that point of struggling with, you know, the the balance of man's actions and God's sovereignty. Um, you know, we we a lot of times go to these big uh sort of ideological passages right. to which is good. I mean, those are there for our to help us with it. Yeah. But I think there's actually a lot of help in scripture from like the end of paul's letters that could help us see like what does it practically look like to live in light of god's sovereignty and yet not just be you know floating through life just waiting for god to do everything for us right paul is a man of action paul's a man of action and i think it's a great model for us yeah he's like you know god's in charge and he's sovereign and he's guiding my steps but i'm gonna try to go to rome right (laughs) i'm gonna I'm going to try to pass through Macedonia. And that's just a great model for us. And so I agree, you know, that, that, the Kevin DeYoung, like the title, just do something and, and, you know, it's like, just live your life and and try to live wisely and with purpose and know that the Lord's is the one who will open doors and close doors That's but right. that doesn't mean you should just sit in the middle of the room looking at the doors yeah
1: and that and and so what then drives paul like how does he making decisions well we we actually have insight here right mm-hmm. like love for people yeah drove his decisions yeah he he wanted to be with people because he yep. recognized the benefit for them and the benefit for him you know like yeah. just he valued community but then also i'm i'm just <laughs> this is just humbling when he says verse nine, he's staying in Ephesus, for a wide door of effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Come on. Right? Yeah. Uh, If I see a lot of adversaries, that's a good reason to leave. Yeah. I'm not thinking, oh great, like there's adversaries here, it must be a good place to be. Come on. So I, I don't know, it's just so humbling. You know, Paul, so what is driving his decision is if the gospel, is moving forward that's where i want to be yep and and you see that in philippians you know when he's in jail and he's telling the philippian church like no this is actually great like it's it's produced gospel ministry right yeah in many other places but that's what drove him was if if effective ministry is taking place then what that means is it doesn't matter if there's adversaries. It doesn't matter if I might be persecuted. It doesn't matter if, you know, I might be stoned or whatever. The gospel's moving forward. Come on. And gosh, what a challenge to us. You know, yeah. if, okay, in the just doing something, Paul is very instructive of what are the what are the things that are actually driving us to, you know, make those decisions. Yeah.
0: So verses ten through eleven. Yeah. I think most of us like we could have those verses taken out of the Bible and like have no qualms, you know, like the (laughs) Timothy, this random note about Timothy and his pastoral ministry, it it can seem kind of inconsequential, but I actually love the portrait Mm -hmm. that it helps paint Mm -hmm. the, the relationship of Paul and Timothy, Mm -hmm. you know, is, is such a great, powerful image of discipleship of, you know, fatherly love um yeah. that is not biological in any sense yeah and you know timothy is this guy he's called to the ministry really young he is totally disenfranchised you know he's not fully jewish he's not fully greek right. and he's kind of an outcast that paul he he sends paul or he you know ultimately sends timothy to ephesus to do some really tough work mm-hmm. and in first and second timothy it's just these warm, yeah. loving letters yeah. that are, are just putting wind back in his sails. And so I love, here we see Paul is interceding for Timothy yeah. and helping make a way for him. He's advocating for him. And I just think that that is, it's it's powerful and it's a great call for us, you know, as we age and as we, you know, accumulate, uh, you know, authority that we should be championing other people who are younger and who are doing the Lord's work. And, Mm. you know, I've certainly benefited, uh, just in countless ways from, uh, Paul, like figures who have advocated for me and and have just been friends and fathers to me. Mm. And so Mm. what seems like kind of just like a cold, random, uh, logistical note really actually paints like this fatherly pastoral christ-like heart of intercession yeah
1: yeah and it exemplifies what paul talks about over and over again of like love working itself out in real care and concern for other people right like paul paul was not afraid to go toe to toe with people yeah and you know peter being one of them um (laughs) but like you see, it didn't, it didn't give him an excuse to like be a jerk. No. Right. Like no, Paul actually cared about people. And yeah, you, you see that he wrecked. I mean, <laughs> Paul, probably more than anyone else recognize that ministry is hard, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He He's pretty, he pretty much, he pretty well understands that. Yep. And, and that's what you see. Like, yeah. Okay. Now let me think about Timothy. Oh, ministry is hard. And, and so I want to try to, I want to try to not, you know, remove difficulty for him. But yep. like if these people can understand that they have an opportunity to extend grace and compassion and support to Timothy, like that's, that's the outworking of Christ's love for us. And it yeah. may that be, you know, what people say about our church, you know, Christ's covenant, that we are a people with genuine care and concern yeah, for absolutely. the other. Um, that's you know what a picture yeah. of christ's love
0: absolutely amen well an encouraging word from paul's plans for travel <laughs> <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have thought <laughs> we'll keep wrapping up for Timothy tomorrow for jordan coughlin this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you